0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to episode whatever this is of Dunzo. It is me, Troy McGee, and this is huge. I am so excited for this episode today. The first of all, you guys have been requesting this episode since the start of the podcast. So, like, this is gonna be very major. And also, I'm joined by easily one of my favorite people on the internet. By far, I'm joined by Kai from the Real Housewives Orders. How
0: are you? I'm great that is you're so kind because i feel that way about you like (laughs) when you invited me i was like me like me come on to dunzo like are you kidding what what did i do to deserve this how did i scam my way onto your platform like you scammed your way by literally having my favorite
1: instagram account in the history of the internet (laughs) (laughs) i'm not kidding like it's honestly sick how like My algorithm knows now that I don't miss one of your posts. So it's like, if you post something, it's on my feed within one second.
0: I love that. It's everything. It's so good to hear. Because I'm always like, oh, the algorithm hates me. But as long as you're seeing my (laughs) shit, I really don't care who else
1: does. (laughs) Well, for people who don't know, I can't imagine many people listening to this don't know your Instagram account. But tell the people what your Instagram consists of.
0: So, basically, it's about a circus. I'm just kidding. If you know, you know. But uh, it's called The Real Housewives Orders. And, basically, I just post clips of Real Housewives ordering at restaurants, grocery stores, a bar, a party, wherever. Um, And, yeah, that's really the basis of it. Just anything food and housewives related is my kink.
1: It is... It's so simple, but also so fucking brilliant because I've said for years that the thing people don't realize is that The Real Housewives doesn't actually revolve around drama. It revolves around them finding restaurants to film at. That's the show. It is going to restaurants, going to bars, going to make cupcakes, going to make calzones, going to try teas. I, it. I mean, it's like, you know, they,
0: they, just, they just go
1: places and eat and drink stuff
0: everything is centered around that
1: yeah Mm -hmm. how did you come up with the idea to like really lean in and explore that
0: well I've been like a Real Housewives fan forever it feels like so probably like two years ago I was getting kind of like bored especially of Beverly Hills and OC like those are the like bottom of the barrel for me right now right um so to kind of keep my interest up I was like okay like what are the dolls eating what are they ordering like again the like California franchises kind of aren't great with orders because it's very like I need a plain chicken breast boiled and steamed nothing else some brown rice vegetables (laughs) no sauce like very very plain but yeah so I just got into it like that and then last season on Atlanta Eva uh the diva was like ordering up a storm like Getting like $100 worth of sushi and stuff. And I was like, okay. Mm, yeah. No, no one's talking about this in like one dedicated spot. There would be like a Reddit thread here being like, oh, Bethany's like so crazy ordering for everyone, love her type thing. Right. Or like the Jersey girls, they eat so well. Um, But there was no place where, like, everyone was just talking about that. So I was like, okay, it's time to start this up. And I started, I think, in December 2019, which was a great time. Because then, like, four months later, the world stopped. yeah, And people started really discovering the page then. And being like, I didn't realize how much I love watching them do this until I saw this. Or whatever.
1: It is very that energy. It's very like, oh, I didn't realize that this was, like, a thing that actually is like a really big part of the show or like maybe the reason, or like not only a big part of the show, but also like sort of uh, determines whether I like or don't like someone, honestly. It really, really does. Like, do you have anybody that you, like, do you have a, a, a most favorite orderer and a least favorite orderer?
0: orderer I know it's so weird to say <laughs> uh, well I'm gonna have to say Heather DeBro is probably both my favorite and my least favorite like you know I have a full day dedicated to her every Friday yeah. I do Fancy Pants Friday and that's been going on for over a year now so it would feel wrong to not give her some sort of credit for yes. being a complete monster with a menu yes. like, Heather is someone who sees a menu not as something to order from but like oh, this is an ingredient listing and I can pick and choose like whatever I want. It's so, a project. Uh-huh. And I also live for Candy because she just always orders fish tacos. Um, yes. Literally from like season two on it's just fish tacos all the time. And I love a consistent queen, so.
1: Yes, yes. Candy, And I mean, Atlanta, The the ordering in Atlanta is just on another level. It is, because it's like, first of all, it's fun to see like when they go to different restaurants, what they offer you know and atlanta is one of the only cities where they're really like no like let's really explore the menu like you never know what they'll get except for candy like you said consistency which is like, (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah and like i I find with atlanta too they're not like scared to eat on camera Mm -hmm. where i know like especially like oc back in like the vicky era it was like known vicky refuses to eat on camera so like you're bound to get nothing except like a salad because you can kind of i guess put that in your mouth <laughs> right. in a cute way I <laughs> yeah, you can be cute about the lettuce or whatever yeah i'm just like shoveling everything in I don't
1: but- <laughs> Yeah, Dickie and like, yes. like, god forbid fucking uh tamra is ordering something my god <laughs> god forbid tamra's in the midst of a bodybuilding competition because my god and the camera loves to you know they love to edit in like a really long tamra ordering or like uh teresa during her whole like you know, bringing broccoli in her purse. Gave. Let me just
0: pull out this giant cooler, slams it on the table. Like, yeah. just stay home, babe. It's just okay. Just stay home. <laughs> or, like, go get tea or something. Why'd you guys go yeah. out to dinner? What was the point?
1: Right. Um Well, yeah, and I, Fancy Pants Friday is a holiday for me
0: I live I have a weekly holiday and it is truly fancy pants Friday because you knowing it gives you so much joy is what keeps me like every Thursday night being like oh shit I need to do something (laughs) for Friday like (laughs) I I can't disappoint Uh, because so many people like besides you look forward to it as well I didn't really think it would be that big of a thing because like most people don't really like Heather especially kind of after her exit but I guess she's like resurgence with COVID Dodd being a monster.
1: But right. that's like
0: a completely different subject. Um, <laughs> but yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you guys, if you don't follow Real Housewives orders, like what are you, you should already have by the by this point, you should already have clicked follow.
0: Um, Aww, I love the you. Best. Wait, can I ask you who your favorite order is? Order or, or not, <laughs> I know. Um I I think I've told you before that
1: I actually really like watching Bethany order for the group because that adds another. You don't really see many housewives order for other housewives, and I think that adds a really and get it right. Yeah, she always gets it right, which is crazy because it they're all so specific. Like even um, her ordering Ramona's like lukewarm tap water and
0: her weird cocktail and all of that stuff glass of ice on the side with a straw yes all, all, all these hoops yeah yes. it's funny because I don't really I'm not a big Bethany fan outside of her ordering but her ordering right. is like you know like top tier especially for my Instagram but like totally real Bethany I'm like Ooh, get the fuck out of here like am I allowed to swear are you kidding have I sweared already are you kidding
1: <laughs> one of my most recent reviews is that I say cunt too much so you can say whatever you want <laughs> oh perfect yeah i will say that my least favorite my least favorite person to watch order has always been adrian adrian maloof is just joyless to me i mean it's it's
0: literally it's joyless it's humorless it is nothing i, I don't want to be offensive or anything but she literally i don't think eats. like she is someone who survives off of like maybe like a like isagenix shake and that's yes it. like i don't even know if isogenics is a thing anymore but you know what i mean like she does not eat real solid food unless it's like
1: green totally she's very like slim slim fast is still working for me she's really like that girl yes absolutely you know what i mean as she like twines her
0: tinsel extensions through her fingers when she slips a, a chocolate slim fast which like honestly i wish i could get a set of like tinsel extensions all <laughs> in my head at this point in 2021 not, i'm yeah. like they're kind of cute like well, I have such short hair; like the the fuse would really just show like instantly. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: we are here today to talk about a very specific throuple. Um, I'm so excited for this. So we're talking about Brandy and Eddie and Leanne today, and I haven't thought about this in a while because I feel like it's one of those things that has like an ebb and flow in the media, like. You know, randomly they'll be at a soccer game together or something, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's like a thing." Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess like so, do, have you always not liked Beverly Hills, or did you you recently? Oh, I
0: used to love Beverly Hills. Okay, I'd say after like erica came uh it really started you know going downhill and the girls were all really protective of each other Mm -hmm. and like i'm someone who loves like a dark storyline like taylor armstrong all of that while it was really morbid and Mm -hmm. exploited the shit out of her like that kind of stuff i'm like this is what i want to see on reality tv Um, so like i have a a thing for dark storylines and then it kind of just like Moved away from that and was like about panties, which I hate that word, and puppies, and just stuff that's like very surface. And yeah, it just kind of lost its touch for me.
1: I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. Like it, I've always said that the beginning of the show felt more like, almost like a docu series. Mm-hmm. Like it almost wasn't even
0: reality. It was like some fucking A and E shit, you know?
1: And um, I miss
0: like the girls having their own individual storylines like Mm -hmm. I I miss that I feel like now it's so just like we're meeting up for a group event so something bad can happen then we're gonna just like talk about that for the rest of the season instead of like you know like season one season two they're just like bopping around doing nothing yeah I miss that well because that was the stuff that
1: helped you determine if you really connected to somebody I think people have a harder time now even knowing whether or not they like Housewives. There's so much debate on whether or not, like, do I like her or do I hate her? It's because we don't know anything about them anymore. We don't see their lives. We don't see what they're like as parents. We don't see what they're like in their houses, just like cleaning. You know, like the Gina Kia what if it all, like using fucking OxyClean on the the island every day. Like, that was my gig. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Such a deep cut, I love it. (laughs) I miss that. I couldn't agree with you more. And I do, I blame... I think that it's a toss-up for me it's a toss-up between Dorit and Erica as far as the sort of vapidness of Beverly Hills and now it's just like a full show I mean it is completely empty and void of all emotion
0: it's so true and like I don't know if it's because everything like I'm using air quotes leaks to the blogs and stuff Mm -hmm. ahead of time but I'm just kind of like bored by the time it even airs because I'm like yeah like Sure, Brandy and Denise fucked. Like, that's cool. But I knew about that last winter and like, I kept it pushing because like, get yours. Like, do what you want to do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, And like, why are we having like a whole season revolve around like the, the taboo nature liar. of it? Yeah, it's like, first of all, is it really so far out of the realm to think that Denise Richards is hooked up with a girl? Are you fucking kidding? Like, what? The woman was married to Charlie Sheen. Like, what are you right? talking about?
0: Make it make sense. make it make sense this like saint denise image that was painted was like when has this ever like i've always been into pop culture as like a young little boy when i probably Mm -hmm. shouldn't have been but like denise has never been you know like holier than thou like she's always been kind of like a wild girl or image painted at least
1: totally she was best friends with heidi fleiss and you guys are freaking out that she (laughs) fucking kissed a girl sis get a grip <laughs> she's done m-
0: much much more
1: <laughs> yeah like she's lived for all of us um, well okay so what was your initial response to brandy glenville on your screen like were you a brandy stan at the beginning or did you not like her
0: i was a brandy stan but i feel like brandy is kind of like one of the last people who made their way onto reality tv that maybe shouldn't have like mm. i i she just gives me like late 2000s, early 2010s kind of reality character. And like Mm -hmm. I messaged you earlier about how I love Pretty Wild. And she just kind of like reminds me of that, like that party girl, um, really unhinged, probably didn't pass the psych check or whatever you need to do to (laughs) get on TV, but they somehow let her kind of float her way through. So when she first came on, I was like, oh, I like this girl. She's relatable because, you know, she's getting wasted and stumbling out of bars like me at 19 was doing Granted, <laughs> right she was much older and a mother but like right do we want to do huh? um so I liked her uh, I thought she was cool and like it was funny when she first came on the show I was like oh she's so broke and poor like who is this woman but when I think about it now Taylor Armstrong and Kim probably were in like A very similar financial situation to brandy like Mm -hmm. i I feel like they always painted her as like this like poor single mother and like Mm -hmm. i don't think she really was but yeah i was a brandy stan what about you oh i was a brandy stan i thought the show was she
1: i felt like she was so necessary for the show because they were all so you know it's like you said earlier it's it's weird because they were all they were going through so much real shit you know like the the Richard sisters and, um, Taylor Armstrong's like crazy shit with Russell and, uh, just all of it. Like it was such a messy time for that show, but they also were also full of shit. Yes. Right. So then Brandy showed up and she was like, oh, you guys are all completely full of shit and you're on camera and you're trying to not look like you're full of shit. And I'm going to expose all of you. And I, I just thought that element of it was so fun. And, I she agree. really had
0: nothing to lose at that point either. Like, we didn't know who she was outside yeah. of the show. Yeah,
1: totally. She really only had everything to gain. She was like, I'm about to come in here and fucking rodeo this shit and become the lead of the show. Like, yeah. and like you said earlier, you know, she, they painted her as this like, you know, poor, you know, like sad woman. But it's like, they really just set her up to be the underdog of the show. And the viewer loves the underdog. Always. You know, totally backfired. Mm -hmm. And And like, oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Extensions weren't that bad in season two either. They were bad, but she still wasn't doing what she's doing now. So for that, I'll always miss a season two brandy.
1: Yeah. Season two brandy was just, she was chef's kiss. She was the perfect amount of a mess, but not so much that you were like,
0: oof, eek.
1: Like somebody take her into a bathroom and like put a cold towel on her forehead. Like, Jesus.
0: Right. And, like, is she the first housewife to transition from, like, friend of to official wife? Like, was she the first person to ever do that? I feel like she may have been. Because if so, like, not everyone has that. Go Brandy.
1: It's iconic. And it, it's it's funny, like, the thing that you said about her being, like, sort of a late 2000s reality star, because that's so specific. It's a very specific kind of, like, you miss the boat on a certain era of reality TV. Yes. You're right at the forefront of a new era, but, like, that won't even
0: last. Spot on. That is what I was trying to say, like, but (laughs) eloquently put. (laughs) Because it's true. Because, like, imagine casting, like, her now. She wouldn't fit in anywhere. Like, she just... Mm -hmm. It it wouldn't be a thing. And, like, imagine her trying to be on, like, a, like, VH1 show. That wouldn't have been a thing either because she would have been too prim and proper D-list celebrity I don't know
1: mm-hmm. I always had a theory speaking of Heather DeBro, that Brandy and Heather should have like swapped oh, right
0: I love that
1: because Brandy only makes sense like being Long drunk post-y. with and like sucking her boobs or whatever you know yeah and like they wouldn't have thought that huh. Heather was like fancy
0: I'm I'm just like sitting here with my mouth open <laughs> Do you get what, I mean? what, what would that universe look like? I want to see that. I wish I had lived through that. Yeah, like on in Beverly Hills, Heather would have just been like one of the girls. Yeah, and I feel like she would have been like one of the more crazy girls too. Yeah. Which is saying a lot. <laughs> right. Heather, Heather is pretty prim and proper, but like she loves like a black mesh dress moment, which mm. like I think would, you know, make Kyle and LVP be like, oh, yes. oh my gosh, too much skin. Oh and, my god. I An mean
1: edgy Chanel. Chanel moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: With her like Carl Lagerfield
0: gloves or something. Spot on. Yes. <gasps> um, were you a Leanne Rhymes fan growing up? No. Um I knew who she was just from like right. Can't Fight the Moonlight. What was her other single? what was what's the Leanne Rhymes song? Um, oh my god. Okay, f- can't fight the, the what
1: is it? Um it's like a remake. Uh I'm googling it right now. Yeah, though I remember it because she like it was a big thing that she performed it. Her and Trisha Yearwood both took that song as a remake, and then they released it at the same time, not knowing, and they performed it at the same award show, not knowing that they both were singing. Oh,
0: so you know like so much more than I do. That's next level. God, (laughs) I know, I know, I know. God, why can't I think of the fucking song? The Bill Max song, Blue?
1: Oh, wait, yes. I remember that one. That was like the Yodel one.
0: How Do I Live? How Do I Live? Is the song I'm thinking of. Yes. I guess that's like how I know her. And I feel like she's like kind of like that like child star who had everything taken from them by their like really greedy parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could be blending her with anyone else. Everybody. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yes. How Do I Live is so, she's such like a VH1 star to me adult yes. contemporary like you know all Very at like, t- like 12 p.m <laughs> in the middle of like at your like like in your aunt's like kitchen or something like the kitchen tv is playing <laughs>
0: absolutely
1: <laughs> um okay so this like wild i mean this is so crazy because this story for a short period of time was like you couldn't avoid it like you could not avoid the the eddie brandy Leanne's story it was huge and I feel like every day that was like more it I guess because Brandy was involved but it was like we really followed like the custody and the money and who was going to the soccer game this week and oh my god Brandy and Leanne like handed each other a Capri
0: Sun at the basketball game or whatever you know. Brandy's hanging out with Dean who's like Leanne's ex don't ask me how I remember his name You know what I mean? Like it really was everywhere. Like especially because at that time, like for me, at least I was like, these people are nobody. It's like, I knew Eddie maybe from like, um, what's the movie he's in, but I'm a cheerleader. Oh, but I'm a cheerleader. Is he he in that? I think. I think so. And like a young gay me was like, oh, what a hottie in a crop top. But like, other than that, I, I didn't really know who these people were for them to be on like Us Weekly every day and like access online and like everything Mm -hmm. that I was into, they were there.
1: Yeah, they were everywhere. And this was a real like, you know, I, I do think that there's something to be said about the celebrity, especially the reality star who makes their relationship, like the relationship trials and tribulations, their career, sort of like a Kendra Wilkinson kind of gig. Icon right where
0: you're like oh so icon
1: yeah former icon i don't know where she is
0: now so i can't speak to that
1: (laughs) queen of rolling her of body rolling (laughs) 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 but like that is such a specific career to be like now i'm the messy divorcee girl that just will do any reality show that i can get my hands on
0: Mm -hmm. who will book me I will sign the contract.
1: Yeah. Like, when are they filming Celebrity Big Brother again? (laughs) Like, please. (laughs) Um, So we know that this all sort of started, obviously, before the show aired, uh, Brandy was married to uh, Eddie. And that was her her whole sort of, like, introduction was that she was this, like, new single mom. She was in this really, I mean... I feel like they tried to make it seem like it was like some Hollywood,
0: some glamorous relationship. And it was like, come on, like you were married to Eddie Cibri and like, girl. They tried to make it like a Kelsey and Camille, but it was like, <laughs> no baby. Like Eddie has never had, I hate Kelsey <laughs> Grammar, but like he's never had a show, like whatever Kelsey was on, you know what I mean? Like, right. he's not, totally. he's not that,
1: he's not that girl. <laughs> totally. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but so then that was, like, her whole intro was that she was, like, this new, you know, like you said earlier, she didn't have a lot of money, and she was sort of, like, downtrodden and, like, trying to figure out her life and, like, who am I? I'm just trying to keep my head above water. Um, And I do definitely think it's, like, obviously, Brandy was so polarizing, and she was so sort of, like, pearl-clinching for TV at the time, but I do think her story really resonated with people. Whether they wanted it to or not. Like, it was almost like you couldn't deny Brandy.
0: Mm-hmm. And they still talked about her being a mom at that point. I found when they stopped mentioning that at all in the show is when she kind of lost, like, any likability. Because it was just, like, what is this person doing?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, what is the housewife part of her life? We don't know anything about her anymore. Mm-hmm. Except that she, like, will randomly, like, fuck, like, a, a 19-year-old waiter and then brag about it for three weeks. yeah which i love
0: i i can't say shit (laughs) (laughs) like get (laughs) yours girl she was always super sex positive which for all forever Mm -hmm. appreciate in her especially around those women who are so like you said like clutching their pearls like oh my god the c word no (laughs) right yeah she was
1: always so sex positive and so like everything positive she was like if you want to do drugs or whatever just like if you want to go to Amsterdam and actually smoke weed and not act like you don't it was just so like (laughs) we really needed Brandy in a lot of those moments especially when she would be like Kyle you smoke with Maurizio
0: like we literally just smoked outside together like right like like, what are you talking about
1: girl like come on um but yeah so they got married in 2001 and uh they had a Hollywood romance. And then rumors started to surface in 2009 that Eddie was having an affair with leanne Rhymes because they had met on the set of their Lifetime movie, Northern Lights. Which, have you ever seen that? No, I just realized I, I never either. have.
0: I'm going to have to watch it maybe next Christmas. I feel like it's a holiday. Play.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we should do a, a live stream of us watching Northern Lights together. <laughs> Sign me up, I'm there. Yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I guess, yeah, the craziest thing, and I'm happy that you reminded me, was like, okay, so in July, Brandy and Eddie announced that they were uh, separating. And then in August, Leanne and Eddie like went public with their relationship and she immediately, like not even a month later, filed f- for divorce. So like, they were fucking while they were both married. And the way that it all played out was like there was no denying it. It's so messy.
0: And I, if I remember correctly, I want to say there was like, kissing pictures that were like leaked to the like tabloids or something I again could be making this or like mixing this up with like any late 2000 kind of like cheating scandal but I feel like there was like sexy pictures of Leanne and Eddie like that weren't on set type thing Um, right yes and I feel like that's how I found out about it or something like there was I, I don't know the I, I think they were here in canada like i i want to say they're in like bc and it was like oh, oh my god like he's out of the country and like yeah yeah else like oh. you know what actually
1: now that you said that i've when you said that they were in canada i don't know if i may be my brain may be confusing it with like tori and dean
0: yes maybe but, like, that's that who feels... i <laughs> because it's very similar uh huh. Well, <laughs> whenever I watched True Tory, I was like, I feel like they're just jacking Brandy's storyline, but like amping it up 10 times more. Yes. Um, but I think you actually might be right. I think I just misspoke about all of that. And that's just literally Tory and Dean. <laughs> well, no, you could still be right, though. I mean, like
1: their whole thing was so similar, even the way that it played out. Like, I still get a lot of that stuff confused where I'm like, oh no, that was like, that was Brandy. That wasn't Tory. <laughs> oh.
0: Jesus. Jesus, um, interchangeable though. Now that I think about it, like Tori and Ramsey, yeah, totally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I just now I'm like my brain is thinking of Tori. I just have to say very quickly that one of my favorite. Did you watch True? You watch True Tori, right? The whole thing. Duh, that show is so sad. It lives like right at the forefront of my brain, like it lives right here. I'm all, I'm always this close to thinking about it.
0: I'm the same as you, but instead of thinking about it, it's Googling where I can watch it in Canada. <laughs> like about every month, I check this thing called watch series or something, or like, where can I watch in Canada? And I always am trying to find true Tory, but like <laughs> yeah. lifetime programs don't really want to be streamable here. So uh, it's probably fine that I don't revisit it because like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to like, the first three times I watched it were enough.
1: The memory of Tori, like at the therapist's office, and like telling the therapist that Dean wants to do anal, but she doesn't want to do it because oh. he, because she doesn't want to give him that right now. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that from me right now. She
0: wasn't wrong. <laughs> wasn't <I> wrong. <laughs> like, this is insane. Okay, I actually need to go revisit that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's
1: been enough. It's been enough weeks. Um, For sure. So yeah, so then in September, they sort of were all back to back like announcing that they were gonna be separating. Like every week they were like, well, we're separating. We're separating too, we're filing for divorce. Us too, we've <laughs> officially separated. We have two. Um, like, they were like trying to logistically do it in a way that didn't make them look bad. But it was like, you guys are doing this back to back throughout like the month, like, come on. We all know. The- we, we
0: know what's happening.
1: Yeah, like we're fully aware of what is happening right now behind the scenes. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You guys, this week's episode is sponsored by Helix, and I want to personally thank them for introducing me to true Rim sleep. You know what's fun? Falling asleep at a decent hour because you look forward to laying in your bed on account of you ain't never had a bed so comfortable that draws you back when you walk away. You know what else is fun? Sleeping through the night and not waking up 37 times because you're uncomfortable and hot. Helix is a sleep quiz that takes about two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress made just for you. Helix is also very aware of the fact that it makes no sense to spend money on a mattress made for some random person. With Helix, you're getting a mattress you can guarantee will be perfect for your body. And for that, we can't help but to stand. Helix understands that every person is unique, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. They have mattresses that are great for cooling you down if you sleep hot and they have a Helix Plus for the plus size folks. I took the Helix quiz and got matched with the Helix Plus, which I thank the universe for every day. It's nice and firm, but I also sink into it like an angel on a cloud after a misty rainstorm. I'll forever be grateful to Helix for introducing me to the idea that I'm not a bad sleeper, I just buy crappy beds. So if you are in the market for a mattress, go ahead and take the quiz, order the mattress you're matched to, and it comes right to your door, shipped for free, and you'll never have to go to a mattress store again helix is awesome but you do not have to take my word for it it was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by gq and wired magazine go to helixsleep.com dunzo take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life honey i promise you they have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free They'll even pick it up if you don't like it, but I can guarantee you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash dunzo. So then in 2010, Leanne's divorce was finalized and that was when she made her first like public statement of like, I take responsibility. This was wrong. Um, You know, I I hate that we hurt people, but I don't regret the outcome because we're so in love. And uh, the, uh, uh, <laughs> I know it's like, you've known each other for a month. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> but like the biggest twist of this to me was that for Leanne Rhymes to not be a reality star, the way that she leaned into this story to keep her career going was insane
0: to me. Fame horror. Yeah, um, And, like, I, I say that as, like, in a term of endearment. Like, again, that era of kind of just, like, everyone being a fame whore I live for. Um, but it was so unexpected, again, because, like, I only really knew her as, like, a, like, button-up, like, country singer. Totally. Um, like, kind of all-American girl. I, I, I have no idea. But then it, like, came out that she's, like, a, a mistress and cheating and, like, I don't know. Everything was just about her and her life whereas before we didn't really hear anything about her it was just mm-hmm. like Grammy award-winning singer Leanne Rhymes. Huh? yeah I mean at like, least an, an the- album that's flopped and that <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: And like, she was like all of a sudden going out and like purposely being photographed and like you know calling the paparazzi to meet her and Eddie at some fucking you know outdoor outdoor fair
0: yeah or whatever and, like, did she lose like a ton of weight again this could be like Tori but I feel like Leanne was probably just like a normal person size Mm -hmm. but like I remember there was a point when she was like emaciated like super skinny and like on the beach like posing in a bikini but it's like candid type thing I feel like that's when I really noticed the kind of like shift in her career when it was like string bikini on the beach and I was like oh okay so this is what we're doing now yeah
1: I remember definitely remember that being like a huge topic a conversation like that she had gotten so skinny and yeah I mean she fell right into like that tabloidy like like you said like that 2010 kind of like you know the last years of tabloids really Mm -hmm. of like print tabloids like she was they were such tabloid stars and just so like desperate
0: and like the Eddie Sibrian of it all it was just like Eddie Mm -hmm. Ugh, this is so weird I was on his Instagram this morning because I was just like is he hot like right he's not he's just like a white guy and like as a white guy like i feel like i can just say like he's just so basic looking
1: like extremely he's like
0: what do people see in him
1: he's like um to me he's like that guy that like is truly like a human blow-up doll do you know what i'm saying by that yes Like he just is a sex object in a sense and like that's his whole gig and he like knows. Okay.
0: (laughs) Do you know what I mean? No, I, is that like what a himbo would be? I feel like I'm not strong and hip enough to actually use that.
1: Yes, he is a himbo for sure. He's like, no, I'm just hot. Stop trying to make me anything more than just hot. I don't really talk or anything. Oh Um,
0: no, we, we don't need to hear that
1: yeah <laughs> is that what a hymn though this is it's my favorite thing ever <laughs> um and then this was also a huge element of this relationship is that they kept like brandy and and um leanne would have these ignited you know maybe three or four months like the feud is on Mm-mm-mm. it was like brandy versus uh leanne like leanne says she's a slut brandy says she's a whore. um And then randomly one day Brandy would be like, we're announcing our, we're making amends. And we'd like to publicly announce that we are friends. We're making amends.
0: We are co-parenting. Yes. We love each other. We are just a blended family now and then it's like a week later done and it's like fuck leanne she's wearing my purse she's such a fucking copycat i hate her (laughs) right it would be like a picture
1: of them like dragging like a an igloo cooler to the you know the soccer game together
0: and smiling for the paps and then yeah um I wonder who called like do you think it was Brandy's team or Leanne's team or do you think they were working together just because like what I know now about like paparazzi and stuff I obviously didn't know then totally but I'm like I wonder who orchestrated all of this like I'd love to know like the like PR behind all of this like were they working together like you know I like to think that they
1: were working together and I like to think that a lot of the time when they were publicly fighting I think that it was made up
0: Just for a check.
1: Yeah. Love that. Okay. Um, The first time that they publicly announced that they were going to be friends was in March of 2000. By the way, I'm just reading all of this from Starcasm because this is one of those couples I love. This is like a how the Sausage is Made moment for this podcast. I love couples like this that did live in the tabloids for a long time because if I Google like Brandy Glanville, Leanne Rimes, Eddie Sibrian relationship timeline, there are 4,000 websites that are just every single thing because they lived so publicly
0: simpler times I
1: know <laughs> I miss print media um so in 2011 this is from March Brandy announced on Twitter that she was ending her public feud and that she was no longer upset with Leanne or Eddie and uh-huh. she said as a collective unit Brandy and I or no it was this it says, Brandy announced. This is why you don't fucking read sarcasm. I'm just gonna read it. As a collective unit, Brandy and I would like all, would like all negativity to cease towards one another. We have communicated and have a direct understanding that we are only ourselves on Twitter and have no other accounts to try and destroy each other. <laughs> Please, for our family's sake, stop the hate now and let us live our lives. We don't need opinions or outside help in order to make that happen. Oh, and then Brandy retweeted Leanne's message.
0: Oh, I was going to say that's quite poised for a Brandy tweet, but I wasn't following her in 2011, so I'm not sure. There's no Um, curse words. Or like spelling errors or weird like spacing issues. Hey, (laughs) wait, can I rewind a bit? When was the Sheena of this all? Because I, like, I feel like now that we're talking about this, like, my brain is opening parts of my mind I haven't thought about in a really long time. (laughs) And I remember watching Sheena on TV on, like, Access Mm -hmm. Hollywood or something, maybe ET Canada? I don't know. But Sheena was there in her, like, original form. So was she pre-Lean? Or was she just kind of, like, how can I get a quick buck off of, like, all this mess?
1: I think it was a little bit of both of that. Because I remember the first season of Vanderpump Rules like relied on that story. Like that was like- Brandy is the reason
0: Vanderpump Rules exists.
1: Totally. And Sheena, which is like, you know, it's so sad because she like doesn't get any, Sheena's literally the jester of the show. She's the juggling fool of of Vanderpump Rules, but like was very much the whole, (laughs) you know, she was the whole show at the beginning. Um, But yeah, that was also so fucking weird when she was like, yeah like your husband just fucked a lot of people and like I was just one of them it didn't mean mm. anything he literally just fucked me on a boat sorry girl.
0: <laughs> I'm picturing those pictures of them on the boat now. Sorry. Right <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> with Sheena's like to her knees extensions.
0: Aw I miss that Sheena. Me too. Star fucker Sheena. <laughs> i delisted used to call her star fuckers. Oh i can't take any credit for that but i miss i miss that girl me
1: too that was before sheena realized how much she loved the kardashians and everything changed you know it's like real Mm -hmm. sheena (laughs) but yeah so then they were doing that thing where they were going to birthday parties and stuff together and um i'm looking at a photo right now of them like like sitting at one of the soccer games in their fold-out chairs and like clapping together
0: like pointed towards the fucking paps like it's so embarrassing (laughs) Um, this is the first picture that comes up for me when I um google them together right? it's like these
1: completely staged photos um and then I don't know if you remember this or not this is a real deep cut but there was the whole moment too of like Brandy was claiming that Leanne was copying her social media posts
0: Uh, yeah I used to really be big into like fame horgas and I think it was called stupid housewives but two o's instead of the u and stupid (laughs) and that was like very like 2011 like reporting about just like the like kind of like behind the scenes scams that were going on like you know like Lynn Curtin being a grifter and stuff like that Right, Um, right and it always talked about how Brandy Uh, would wear something and like within like a week or a month leanne would be photographed in like the same wedge and the same purse brandy brandy was like i don't know if she was selling these stories or she truly was paranoid but like it felt like leanne was copying brandy's style i don't think brandy has a style but right for lack of better word
1: right it's just it's so weird though because it's like when you read like for example the next thing on this timeline is about how brandy started claiming that they were sending her harassing emails under like fake email names (laughs) and it's like you there's a part of i think every person that thinks like wow is brandy just like in her house full like like mommy dearest not abusing her kids but just like deranged like just drunk and deranged
0: Well, have you ever seen her cameos? Oh, God. I think you've answered your question. (laughs) I think I did. Oh, my God. The cameos, my Lord. Although I feel like a now Brandy has been, like, jaded and faded by, like, fame, reality TV fame. So Mm. I think back then she wasn't as Mommy Mm Dearest-esque, hopefully.
1: I mean, I did watch her on the live feeds on Big Brother.
0: And what was that like?
1: It was exactly what you would expect. It was her like getting wine drunk every night. And like in the day, everybody really liking Brandy. Cause she was like really sweet and she liked to cook and whatever. And then like at like six, she would have a glass of wine and she was fun Brandy. And then, like, 7, you know, 7.45, she's had a bottle. Literally like, me and why I stopped drinking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's, like, starting to ask inappropriate questions and, like, tugging at people's hair and just getting more, you know, like, getting weird. And then by, like, 10 p.m., she was, like, spread downright evil. disrespectful. Yeah, horrible, saying terrible shit to people, like, showing her boobs to the camera. Just, like, you know, it was every night, too. Um. <sighs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know
0: it's like uh, there's just, like a sadness within her that makes me feel sad. Like, yeah, I feel like she doesn't know who she is still. Like, I feel like she's yeah. never found who she was. But I like, agree with that. you have like an analytical approach, considering no, but like I don't. I think you're right though. Kind
1: of I think you're completely right. I think that she doesn't know who she is, and I also think people don't take into account that Brandy was like. Brandy's introduction to fame was as a really young model. And she was like one of those, like, we're going to Diddy's yacht models.
0: Okay, can you talk this out with me a little bit? Like this like modeling career she had. Like I was reading that on her wiki earlier, and I remember when she was on the show, and I kind of feel like this is like a classic Beverly Hills storyline. Like back in the 90s, I was a model. Was a print model. I moved to Paris, but like, what w- was this a real job for her? Like, no. like, speak this modeling career to me, because like I've never seen. Like, I've obviously seen the pictures she's posted of herself right. that just look like classic headshots, like a Danielle Staub being like, "Look at this headshot." I was in the Sopranos, and you're like, "No, you weren't, babe." <laughs> um, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, what was this career like? Yeah. How, how do you survive as a model and I I guess I I just know nothing about it
1: what I would guess is that Brandy was one of those really beautiful women who um was invited places to be arm candy and to be seen and to just make parties look fun okay you know like I think that her and Chris and Takeman were like road dogs in that way where they were young and hot and you know they'd be invited to celebrities parties without people even knowing them because they were just models that were exactly yeah and like you know and they were both like a really good time and I don't think yeah I think I think model is almost like a term to describe being hot and being photographed at that time
0: okay does that make sense in my head too I'm like this mean just like sex worker like what are we doing here because like now in like 2021 i feel like the girls who are like oh i'm an instagram model that's just like code for like you know i'm a high-priced call girl now with no shame get it i wish i could do that but you know what i mean like so is that like the equivalent is kind of i guess what i meant by that but yeah i'm just like always thrown off when they're like i worked for chanel in the 90s i'm like did you
1: like, right did you wear Chanel in the 90s or did you work for Chanel in the 90s yeah
0: like uh, at the mall like what wh- where <laughs> <laughs> right
1: yeah you're right I mean I because of like I love a blind item moment I just refer to
0: those people as like yacht girls I was about to say that and then I was like do people know what that means but oh I yeah should, I shouldn't like know my audience I listen to you I'm always like <laughs> amazed by just your mind so like oh
1: yeah I mean they're like it's it's such, it's a nice way to um, describe <laughs> a whole plethora of jobs, jobs. You know, right? <laughs> um, sexy careers. Yes, sexy careers. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's what I'm, when somebody asks me what I do, I'm going to be like, um, I have a plethora of jobs, mostly sexy careers. <laughs> oh.
0: I love it. <laughs> I'll endorse you on LinkedIn for that. Yeah.
1: I endorse fat, flat, tummy, he <laughs> 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 But yeah, so Brandy, like sent this pu- these public tweets, <laughs> these public tweets, um, accusing Eddie of sending her spam harassments emails, and she goes, "Why are you sending me harassing emails when I am doing everything I can to work around your schedule? Fucking stop!" She's like, "Babe, I get it. The only the only way he leaves me alone privately is." If I take it public, it sucks, but I'm sorry, I had to do it. And then she posted that with a photo of her popping her butt out on the beach. That's
0: insane. I pop my butt, I pop my butt.
1: Oh. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. And Yeah, and it's just like, it's a back and forth for years of them going to games together, being friends and then hating each other. Um, and, and then Brandy accusing Leanne of trying to turn the children's minds against her. Remember that was a whole era
0: Mm -hmm. and like don't post pictures of my children like Mm -hmm. I can't believe she would do that like the audacity and it's like it's just a picture like but I'm also not a mother so I could not understand
1: she told in NWHQ magazine oh it's an Australian magazine and (laughs) I was like what in May of uh, 2012 that she'd like to kill Leanne and she said, "Every mother has those protective mother bear feelings, but I obviously I don't really want to kill her. It was a figure of speech, <laughs> Brandy.
0: <laughs> oh, Brandy, baby. Uh, uh, that's something you keep private. Yeah, like <laughs> text that. To I could kill her when she does these things. Even that's right. really bad. <laughs> I want her to die. It's a figure of speech, <laughs> okay." i was wishing her well i swear
1: oh my god i remember this too and then leanne posted photos after brandy said she wanted her she wished that she would die leanne posted photos of her at the gun range holding a shotgun
0: on her instagram like what the fuck i thought you were gonna say she posted like a like photo of her on a movie set in like a coffin or something fucking dark oh
1: my (laughs) god Just so, like... Can you imagine being these kids on Instagram looking at your your family and new extended family, like, have these fucking
0: moments? I, like, always wonder about these kids, but then I just kind of, like, pray and hope that it's, like, Sonia Morgan's daughter, who I feel like is just so removed from Housewives and press and everything, that she actually doesn't know what her mother is like on TV, so I'm hoping that's what it's like for these boys, but yeah, I I don't get the energy from brandy that she could just like tweet something and stop talking about it like mm-hmm. i feel like it would consume her mind and like she's on a tangent all night like
1: she's yes. cooking dinner
0: and like muttering under her breath how much she hates leanne
1: agreed also very daniel staub like at a diner telling her daughters like how much all these women have hurt her <laughs> <laughs> all these Uh, man, (laughs) right (laughs) um and then i also remember this very vividly when leanne posted a picture of a birthday cake at the top of it it's like a fondant version of her and eddie in bed together and then underneath the cake is the two boys sitting in next to them in bed what like what is that
0: what the fuck that's durain
1: that's weird.
0: Ooh. I like vividly remember being very team Brandy because I was like Leanne's trash. I'm looking at this cake.
1: It's that's, uncomfortable, right?
0: That's unhinged behavior. <laughs> He's not okay. It's psychotic. Like, what it's
1: would you just, even? They're tell? like
0: smiling too. They're like arms crossed and smiling, <laughs> like, look at dad and stepmom in bed. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yes, I can completely. it doesn't understand. even look good either. Oh, it's terrible! I hate a fully fondant cake moment. Ugh. Agreed.
0: Nasty. There's a Lakers jersey, a Bronco, and a paddle board. <laughs> so, dark. Maybe.
1: Yeah, and like I forgot about the fact that like Leanne also was giving off very deranged vibes too at this yes. time where brandy was like no you guys don't get it like she actually is
0: fucking crazy and i think and she is.
1: i think uh, so I, too
0: i, I don't want to say anything that'll get me in trouble but i don't think someone who's um doing well mentally is doing this kind of shit like,
1: No who totally. advised
0: her that this is a good idea the nail in the coffin for me i'm like yeah Ugh. it's dark if That's you're really listening dark. to this, I hope you've googled this cake. And right? Are also just like, huh?
1: <laughs> what the fuck? She did go to, um, oh yeah, she went to uh, a rehab facility in 2012 for, in quotes, anxiety.
0: Ooh, let's speculate. What do you think that was really about?
1: I mean, Leanne has always given me substance abuse issues vibes. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah. I've always felt like God. Those those water bottles that they have at those soccer games are not water. And I, I really felt that in my spirit.
0: Okay. I love that.
1: Oh my God. In August of 2012, a teacher, <laughs> one of the kids teachers recorded a phone conversation with Leanne after Leanne, oh my God. After Leanne called her and confronted her about unfollowing her on Twitter. Once the audio was released online, Leanne announces that she is suing the teacher and part of the clip, she says, uh, the teacher is heard asking Leanne what Brandy has done. And Leanne replies, she's a vindic—she's vindictive as fuck. She's vindictive as fucking shit. Don't tell me that's okay. The teacher recorded their conversations and leaked it to the fucking press. God.
0: Oh, I miss it. <laughs> me too. This stuff doesn't really happen like this anymore. No, and if it does, I like give it a side eye immediately. Cause I'm like, okay, this is like too... Like calculated and planned, and not right.
1: Whereas this is giving
0: me like she just one day woke up bored and took a Xanax too many and called the teacher and let loose
1: the teacher (laughs) the teacher yeah and like because the I think what helped like a big benefit for these people at this time was that the news cycle was so slow. You know, like, it It took so long to get a story out because you had to, like, tell a magazine and then the magazine had to print it and then it had to be released and then the person would respond to next week's issue. And, you know, um, this, I mean, this would not be, yeah, like, this. none of this would, this would all happen in, like, less than a month now. And this is years of stuff right. happening.
0: Yeah, this would happen on, like, one Instagram story and be over.
1: Right. Um. I'm trying to get to, like, because this is a lot of, like, back and forth of just, like, I this person said something really mean about me on Twitter. Oh, wait, no, she says something mean about me on Twitter. It's like, you guys are fucking grown adults with kids.
0: Yeah, how old are they at this point? Do we know?
1: I don't know. How old was Brandy when she joined the show? Do you remember?
0: Brandy is someone to me, and I know this will sound really mean, but she could have been 29 and she could have been 55. I so think-
1: Everybody okay. listening would agree.
0: <laughs> She's 48 as of today. Okay. Um, so let me do some math here. I need to use a calculator. Here.
1: This was like 2011 ish.
0: Right. Okay. So 2011 minus. She would have been around 39. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. 39. I'm turning 30 shortly, and I feel like even I at this point probably would not engage in like foolery like this but I also am not in the public eye and don't have kids.
1: That's how I feel.
0: need a paycheck.
1: (laughs) Right. Like I'm in, I'm 32 and like, I just feel like, honestly, I would just be too tired. Like, there's no fight in me anymore. If I was No, like,
0: I'm like completely disengaged from life at this point. Yeah,
1: like I used to be- In the best way possible. <laughs> yeah, I used to be a real, like like a real rumbler back in the day. Like I would have been all about this shit. I would have been all about the back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, crafting the perfect responses. I would have been living for the theatrics and the, the production. But
0: now I'm just like, oh, aren't you too tired? You have two kids. I'm tired and all I do is work a single job. Yeah, me too. I'm like, need to cook dinner later, and that's overwhelming for me. Yeah, Yeah, like I wake up thinking about the stress of that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: I thought this was really funny. There's This is a quote from Wendy Williams uh, of Brandy on the Wendy Williams show in like late 2012, where she said, "We this is in reference to Leanne, she says, we have our ups and downs. It's difficult because she doesn't understand boundaries, and I wish that she did. I wish... I wish she were a little more uh, respectful of tweeting pictures of my kids in their Halloween costumes when I don't get to see them on Halloween. I feel like me, I feel like send me the pictures and let's parent together. That's true.
0: That's probably one of the most like responsible and like poised things I've ever come out of Brandy's mouth. Yeah. Good for her. Okay, you're really making me be like, do I like Brandy again? Like, the nostalgia of old brandy i'm like am i stan
1: well it's like the the reminder of like
0: (laughs) you are a goddamn bitch (laughs) i assume that's what her fan base is called right
1: (laughs) if not they are now yeah (laughs) does she have a fan base
0: (laughs) Uh, enough enough enough
1: um (laughs) um and then she started like calling the bo- like just to be spiteful around this time too, she started calling Brandy's kids, her boys. Me and my boys are going to the store. Me and my boys are getting on a flight. Like that shit is very Lifetime movie weird to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
1: Getting on a flight with my boys, like girl.
0: It's like Eddie was like, be more like Brandy, but like- right except in this department and then we'll be good. And she's like, yes, like I will do that. And just became like a Brandy bot.
1: Oh my God. In December, 2012, Brandy told us weekly that Leanne had a severe eating disorder and was emotionally unstable, that she carries laxatives in her purse every day. And some of which were accidentally eaten by Brandy's son thinking it was candy, which resulted in him being extremely ill and going to the hospital oh my
0: god Brandy's is a messy i love it <laughs> i don't remember like i don't remember that is really how you like scalp someone just like that <laughs> right, <seriously. laughs> my literally got so sick because his stepmom had laxative in her bag how like day class say oh my god
1: with him being a child and all i thought it was candy like, brandy's
0: whoa. team at this time was like top tier whoever was like behind her marketing her and yeah. Like PRing her. They did a great job.
1: You'll like this. In December of 2012, Eddie Sibrian entered the chat and he started leaking emails of Brandy's to the public. No. And in one of the emails, it says, in addition to calling Leanne Rhymes a country cunt, Man. I'm dead. Brandy says that she is a, that she Brandy says that she also is addicted to laxatives and Adderall and much, much more. Brandy would soon delete the tweet and email and issue a sort of apology for posting it in the first place. So Leanne, so Brandy admitted in her emails that she also was addicted to laxatives and Adderall. And that's why she knew that Leanne was. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, I forgot. No wonder this was such man. a tabloid story.
0: Yeah. I'm like invested again now.
1: Me too. Oh my God. Country cunt. You had me at country cunt. Like, say no more. Say lovey.
0: Well, I feel like Brandy is, like, one funny line from, like, Beverly Hills and her kind of, like, later stages was when she called Leanne a country music star. Right. And I was like, yes, get her.
1: <laughs> do you think that there's, like, a place for Brandy on the show still? Like, do you think that, like, that, like, what happened with... Do you think it's over?
0: I think she has been banished from the Bravo world forever. Although, um, I want to say, like... Just kind of heads up. I don't really keep up with Bravo tea or anything like that. I know that sounds stupid, considering I run like a Bravo centric account. Right. But I don't really like keep up with that kind of stuff because, like, a, I'm not that interested because most of it's just like clickbait these days. Mm-hmm. And b, I kind of just like don't care. I've moved past that. Like I used to really be into tea when it was like juicy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I going with this? Why did I bring that up?
1: If you think Brandy has a place oh. on TV.
0: Right. So I find she's just kind of. Oh, Andy was saying this is what I was going for. Andy was saying recently that he was like just texting her or talking to her. So mm-hmm. i was like, okay, if she's still texting with Andy and he's like publicly admitting that, I feel like she could be. I don't know. How would they usher her back in? You know what I mean? Because even this last year, is like, why is she here? Like, she is literally, like, a pot plant brought in to, like, take down Denise because no one else wants to. Right. Like, that was it.
1: I think that the only way, actually, I really want to know your thoughts on this, because this is, like, my housewives theory. I think that the show, in order to survive in general, for, like, longevity, needs to break the fourth wall fully and not tease us with it.
0: Absolutely. Like, Like, I think. very, like, teen mom og you I watch was like that?
1: yes, that's exactly okay. like that is the vibe like that revived teen mom completely reinvigorated the show and gave it another what ten, five six seven years or however long that was ago-
0: uh-huh. like my partner has never seen it before so like this past winter we binged all of teen Mom OG to watch it like consecutively from like I think it's like season three or four to five mm-hmm. when they break the fourth wall it's like this like gave the show a complete facelift. I know there was some time in between, too. So, like, Mm -hmm. there was time to, like, have new storylines and stuff. But it just, it gave it more of, like, a real, fresh perspective.
1: Yeah. Um, Totally.
0: I find all the franchises that, like, they're, like, trying to dip their toe into it, like, but not really. Like, not going all the way.
1: Yeah, like, it's not enough at this point to watch Dorit respond to a question from a producer. Like, that's not, like... I'm, just, I'm not like so riveted by that. that I, It's like, no, I, I want these people to talk about production. Like, I want them to talk about the fact that Brandy was brought in, like you said, to create a storyline for the fucking show. And like them acting like Brandy was just what driving past Kyle's house. I just honestly think it's insulting. I mean, like the show has been on for so long. And I think because of Housewives, a lot of people can basically mentally produce a reality show like we're all kind of producers now and it's like we're beyond this it's not 2010 anymore and like we're not dumb
0: yeah Brandy's not like mic'd up glammed up well glammed up as much as brandy can be right Uh, right uh, like she's not she doesn't have a mic on she's not glammed up waiting in a car just because she's going out to dinner with kim like Like come the fuck on are uh you kidding me like like we know you can just say like oh, Brandy's coming over. I know you haven't seen her in a while, but this is the tea. Like, that's yeah. all I needed.
1: Yeah, I don't need a weird, like, now why would Brandy be here? Hmm, she's going to dinner in the neighborhood? Like, are you kidding?
0: Like, where does Brandy live? I know nothing about LA. I've been there one time. So I, I feel like she would live in, like, Westlake or something. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I only know that because I feel like the pretty wild girls live there. And I was right? like, this, may, this must not be very rad or like speak la (laughs) (laughs) you're doing a pretty wild thing right now aren't you um i'm about to and i need to talk to you after because i want you to come on if you can
1: okay i would love to know i was talking to russ about it actually yesterday
0: lizzie who's gonna produce the show for me and actually has speakeasy tattoo like she's the owner of it um she yesterday messaged me and she was like oh russ said that uh, Troy would be awesome for this. And I was like, well, Troy, besides Alexis, is the only other person on my list of people So I was like, I love that. Okay, cool. Um, maybe we can talk about more offline. Yeah, but for sure. Uh, for everyone listening in April, I'm gonna be doing a uh, live Twitch stream where we just watch along Pretty Wild. Um, I'm really hoping, fingers crossed, to get Alexis. Um, Because I would love to just watch her watch it. And I am like a Alexis Stan in 2021. Yes. Um, So like I've listened to everything, like even like the Dirty podcast back in the day, like so gross. But like, that's like just to get like an Alexis uh, Alexis fix. Totally. I find her story so like riveting. And again, that's kind of when pop culture died for me when she went away. Um, yes but yeah i'm trying to get her on um because she said before like she's never actually watched the entire show and as someone who's watched all nine episodes like 30 times a year i'm like how can you well i see why she wouldn't really want to but like how can i know what that's like but yeah um so i can't wait to have you come on
1: oh my god i would be on nerd i didn't just like prematurely make you announce that right you is that okay
0: uh, well, I'm just in the initial planning stages right now, but it okay. is like, it is happening in April. Like, okay. I have like my pitch and everything like done. I have like visual stuff done. Uh, cool. Stuff. Oh my God. That's so exciting. Uh-huh. So if, yeah, we'll, we'll connect more okay. after. Cause like, I really want to have you on. Cause I love your episode with Brandon about Tess Taylor and Ryan Carrera. Yeah. Um, not so much for like the romance aspect because I feel like you, you like, <laughs> yeah. barely touched on it because there's nothing to touch on, but yeah. more so just kind of like hearing two other people whose like brains I'm obsessed with talk about like my favorite pop culture moment, which is pretty wild so oh my god that's really exciting um, yeah i would absolutely love to have you like come on for maybe a couple episodes or I as know, many we'll as it out. one oh my god um, well like honestly i would just bring you on as a co-host if you're into that but we don't can, we even
1: can, don't, we can, don't even do that to me no we'll i'm talk. not kidding like i'm floating i'm like fully floating off the ground i'm like storm right now from x that's
0: how i i felt when you asked me to come on dunzo because i was like me oh my so God. I, this, I am. are you well I listen it? to you every week so, and like I know this is kind of weird but like do you know how you like develop a relationship with a podcast in a sense like in my head I'm like oh Troy is my friend but in reality I don't know you I've never talked to you I guess face to face yeah um so now I'm just kind of like oh wow like, <laughs> this is like Oh my God.
1: No, it's, I'd say this all the time. Podcasting is the most intimate thing there is because it's not, it's different than anything else. I think because it is sort of like the mundane quality of just talking into a microphone and like being in people's cars and like when they're like going to class and like getting ready for work, like you're like a part of people's routine in a weird mm-hmm. way like it is it's really intimate mm-hmm. and I, I have that with so many people where I'm like no this person's been my friend for five years like fully and I don't
0: fucking know mm-hmm. them you know mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, I feel like I used to listen to a lot of podcasts going to work but I have to take the subway and stuff but when like the pandemic hit I really kind of stopped I was like mm-hmm. I'm just sitting at home like I, right. I don't really know when to fit this in but then Stephanie, who is the host of The Real Housewives of Neopia, um men- like she always will name drop you. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to get into this because like I'm obsessed with her too. Yeah, she's the best. Um, and like the, the first episode of yours I heard, I'm like, wait, someone has like the same interests as me in 2020? Like, how? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this is oh, that's so exciting. Well, I'm really excited for everything that's going. And yeah, we'll talk after. Um,
0: yeah 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 because it's gonna be a lot of fun like regardless just because like the show is like such a dumpster fire like
1: yeah yeah it's it's such a it's a dumpster fire but it's like one of those great and I feel like you'll get this like it's one of those great things where if you you can watch it how you want to watch it and you can watch it as a vapid shallow completely just like empty piece of shit or you can watch it as this really deep intense like drama like you know what I mean it's like sort of how you come at it is how it presents itself well like
0: they're addicted and on heroin the whole time which, yeah like I found out like a couple years after and was just like oh okay this all makes sense now like yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's just like so much that goes into it that like people I like, don't think understand
1: yeah um, so. agreed
0: yeah, I, I could like do like a whole like PhD on Pretty Wise. So <laughs> <Yeah>. sad, but <laughs> yeah, Alexis, if you're listening, I am asking, I am believing, and hopefully receiving that you can bless Troy and I on an yes. episode. Alexis like, is how, an avid like, listener. Is, is she? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I love that. We're gonna pretend like she is, but like imagine watching her just like react to not even like i don't even want her to see like the nancy joe stuff because like i know she's seen that she like recreates that like mm-hmm. that's kind of her like niche now like hey i'm a meme uh, right. but i would love to see like her reaction to like watching the trailer and her making out with that tyler guy even though we never explored that like storyline like shit like that that no one really cares about except for me. I'm like, right. please, Alexis, please answer these questions, like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and just, like, seeing herself in, like, those versions of her relationships with her mom and her mm-hmm. sister, and it's just, it's so, oh, yeah, and those guys, those fucking boys.
0: Like, like I-, I was actually on Spotify the other day trying to find Wicker, the band. <laughs> right. Don't exist, so So, um, but yeah, I really also want to ask Tess, but I, like tess is so beyond that like i don't want to invade her privacy like i don't know if you follow her on instagram but she just is pretty much like a mom you know she makes juices loves to cook and that's kind of it so like i wouldn't want to invade her space and i saw like the 10-year follow-up that they did like the quick little family reunion and she looks so uncomfortable the whole time like you can tell Tess, tess like closed that chapter of her life and has definitely moved on although I think it would be wild to hear from her because, like, I feel like a lot of the time the show was about Tess. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I feel like she did the pickup scenes when everyone else was just kind of, like, too fucked up, too.
1: Right. <laughs> she's like, well, I'm going today to talk to a pig psychic and I want to see what they think about, <laughs> you know what I mean? And she's totally fucked My up. My mom then... emailing me. <laughs> right, and yes, exactly. And then the B-plot is, like, her, like, going to get her nipples pierced or something for, like, a, a fucking rave that they're going to that Exactly. Night. Um, yeah,
0: and then Plot C is like oh I'm also got this like gig to be a bikini model and it's like oh okay right. look, cool. <laughs> we've been asked to be Hawaiian tropics girls <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Cabo for Cabo Life magazine and uh, <laughs> what happens here stays here <laughs>
1: <laughs> <gasps> um well I mean so the really weird thing about Leanne and um leanne eddie and brandy is that like at a certain point so it's been like 10 years since it's all sort of popped off and then at a certain point it's almost like they milked this for as long as they could until the public literally just didn't give a fuck anymore because if you think about it we had been beat over the head with this story on housewives it was all over the news like it was all over twitter every like it was in every magazine and they really did it for as long as they could. And then all of a sudden it was just like, we don't care anymore if you guys fight. Nobody gives a fuck if you're friends or if you're co-parenting, like literally nobody cares.
0: Like figure it out, you're fucking adults. Like yeah, your shit together. Like this is not healthy for any of you. Like, let's keep it pushing. Like, let's, let's yeah. do something different to get a different outcome or just stop speaking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. cut these people out you drop your sons off there and have your lawyer or a friend or like get like a babysitter or something. Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: absolutely. Like figure something out that like helps you not have to report to fucking extra every time you guys have some sort of disagreement, because I don't care that she, you know, showed up five minutes late to the, this most recent karate practice and you know, whatever. It, and it, like, nobody yeah, cares. I did. Yeah.
0: Once it kind of made its way into housewives storylines, I was like, I'm over this.
1: So I found, like, an updated, like, what are they up to now moment, and (sighs) so I forgot that in 2014, they, Leanne and Eddie had a reality show, do you remember that?
0: Yes, but again, that's just because, like, um, I said to you, like, I watched the, like, two-minute clip from Beverly Hills, where her and Kim Richards are watching it together, but I tried to, like, watch, I tried to find an episode, um, did it all air, or is it one of those shows that, like, aired two episodes and then was canceled, but, like, the episodes came out? Like, have you ever seen it?
1: I've never seen a single, I haven't even seen a clip of it at all. I haven't
0: even, like, even when I Googled it, there was, like, no articles about it. Like, you know how, like, usually there's, like, a Vulture review of, like, mm-hmm. season one, episode one, and then it kind of dies after that because the show's trash?
1: Nothing. Right. Yeah, I've like even seeing a clip of them doing their confessional. I'm like I've never seen this in my life, um, mm-hmm. but of course they talked about making their family work on their show, and then um, it things settled down. Like I said, Brandy went on and did uh, Celebrity Big Brother, and then it I guess reignited in 2017 because there were it says a series of back and forth stalking allegations. ensued after Glanville exposed after Glanville's explosive interview she claimed that Sabrine and Rhyme showed up with her children while she was enjoying dinner with her then boyfriend Donald Fressy in Malibu the actor called his ex his ex's claimed false in a statement to us or to Us Weekly and defended his current wife as a uh, fantastic stepmom like see even that it's like why are you releasing a statement saying that they showed up to dinner with your boy? Like, who gives a fuck? You guys are not, like, relevant enough to, like, for people to be, like, at
0: every, nipping mm-hmm. at every single bit. You know what I mean? Especially by 2017. Right. Brandy was, Brandy was, Brandy was like, on her, like, WeTV reality tour. You know what I mean? Like, taking <laughs> any job she could get type thing. Like, family boot camp, sign me up. Yes. Like, kick cooking that. show, I'm there. So, like, oh by God. that point, she had kind of dried up, too. I feel, not dried up. That's really rude. Um, like, I just feel like she kind of was, like, I don't know, n- not hireable anymore. Even though she was taking right. jobs. It was just kind of, like, odd jobs.
1: That was when she fully reached her Kendra Wilkinson. Like, I'll just yes. do any. And, like, you, I mean, WeTV Oxygen is the perfect description of, like, where people, you know, reality stars go to, like, just so sort of down. be in, like, a limbo. You yeah. know, it's, like, uh, I feel
0: like once you go on that, like, that's, like, you're never gonna be able to come back. Like
1: mm-hmm. It's over. Like,
0: I saw Phaedra. Phaedra was on, uh, like, family boot camp or couples something. I was, like, oh, she's never coming back. Like, God. Bravo was, like, ooh, TV on your resume? No thing.
1: Do Woo! you remember when Alex and Simon were on that show? Were on um, couples therapy? Yes.
0: they I think that's the only season I've ever watched, to be honest. And, like, they didn't need to be there. They're so normal.
1: (laughs) Are you kidding? They are the most normal. I'm, like, literally such an Alex and Simon stan.
0: Me, too. I was listening to I Am Real when I was in the shower earlier. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I Am Real. I am a 2021 stan of them. Yeah, they're so normal. They're, like, such a beautiful couple and, like, get along. And they're not toxic. And, Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're not toxic at all, and I always loved that they were so progressive. Like, like the only person who didn't mind that he like wore like leather pants and liked to like dress up was her. Like everybody else was so concerned about it, and like they were just so ahead of their time. Like now they seem so normal, but back then they were like so taboo. It's like he wears red pants. Uh Aren't
0: you like mortified? Gay? Yeah, he has to be so stupid no baby he just he just likes fashion right he's
1: not like i mean not all of us can be fucking uh mario Ugh. oh god
0: um reading ramona's book right now and she's like detailing their divorce i really hate mario really as of today her book is actually well written i know it's definitely ghost written but it's pretty good
1: wait can you tell me like a couple things that you've like discovered
0: um well I hate Avery just as much as I thought I did um but she's just like talking about his affair and stuff a lot more than I think I ever paid attention to okay Um, and kind of just like detailing how many times they broke up but got back together and like just kind of what like a manipulative trash bag he is like Mm -hmm. I don't know she she got back with him like way more times than I thought like I thought she caught him cheating and then like that was it but like it happened a couple times and like Avery was involved like giving him ultimatums like you choose whoa like Casey the the mistress and like if you loved us you wouldn't do it um it's just yeah it's just more interesting than I Ever thought it would be. Really details like the abuse that she like saw when she grew up. Like the first chapter is like very detailed about how like her father like abused her mother and like all of the kids verbally. And I was like, ooh, like this is a lot more than we get on Housewives when she's just like flying out of a forest in a helicopter because she's like triggered. (laughs) Right. She's like, oh my god, I'm thinking of mud pies. We're in the woods. I'm thinking of mud pies. They're coming to my mind. Mud pies. (laughs) but yeah she's she's able to find the words or someone has um in this book don't buy it don't spend your money on it but right
1: um. right yeah if it listen if it's on audible you can consider it already finished like if
0: there's an audio version of this book consider it done honestly i'm sorry but it's true i'm sorry have you listened to carol's book what remains on audible if not i highly recommend spending the like 14 or whatever
1: oh that's a good no i have not
0: because like you know how carol kind of has like that lispy uh-huh. my mouth isn't all the way open kind of voice like it's just it's so nice listening to her read the book
1: yeah sort of gravelly it's very that's good asmr
0: absolutely yes and it like Tore me up inside. Like I was crying probably way more than I would have if I was just reading it on like a piece of paper.
1: Well, do you have any? I mean, I don't know if there's any like, like in 2018, they announced again that they're going to be friends. I don't know if I have any closing thoughts about Leanne and Brandy and, and, and Eddie. It's just such a tragically messy 2010 y kind of gig.
0: I feel like they'll milk this forever um yeah i i don't think there'll yeah. ever be a moment when there is not like a hashtag link in bio kind of like <laughs> clickbait article about them i think that's what they've like resorted to now mm-hmm. but i don't see those going anywhere anytime soon because like that's kind of what the three of them are known for at this point like what's a quick way to get a buck oh let's sell a story where we're you know feuding again Right. But then it's like, how old are these boys now? Like, they must be
1: Oh yeah, they're like full, almost men now
0: Yeah, so you like know? they're probably at a point where they're like going to school and shit mm-hmm. Um, You know, like kind of moving out of the house where I don't know if this dynamic would keep up Right. I have no idea I guess but time I, will I tell sadly don't think, yeah, I don't think this is the last we'll ever hear of them
1: yeah. And I don't think Brandy will ever Brandy is one of those like you said she's like a lifer. She's a reality TV lifer. It's like this is the only way that she makes her money now and it's not like Brandy is going to come out with some, you know, she got really lucky with that book. That was like an incredible yeah. moment for her, but like she's not like business savvy. She's not going to like come out with some product that like changes the world, you know? Like this is her job is reality TV and sort of stooping and like a very
0: to new lows. Role. Uh Mm -hmm. like a very like like bone carrier truth canon i know she likes to call herself but like it's kind of like that like messy yeah like she's only she's kind of put herself in that corner to be like typecast on reality tv as like the one who has nothing to lose
1: right and like having her shit together doesn't really play well to her career no by the way as I'm on my all. zoom background right now like the picture behind that so as we're having this conversation is Brandy falling towards a paparazzi camera and like about to grip the guy's camera to hold her up and it looks like she's about to I grip like, my shoulder
0: it's so good I feel like everyone knows this picture I think she has like red polka dot shorts on it if yeah. I remember correctly and her legs look like just like two stilts that are about to fall in. like yeah. Such an iconic photo. Um, it's like second best to her tampon string. <laughs> which I only think is funny because they brought it up at like a reunion once. And she like famously was like, at least I get my period still bit. Right. That's, like, that's oh weird. my God. that That's it. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's
1: Brandy's essence in a nutshell. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Kai! Thank you so much for doing this with me. This was so. This is exactly what
0: I needed today. A great way to start spring. I think today is the first day of spring. Um, I know. I feel just like awakened and alive now that I've talked to you.
1: <laughs> we'll tell people where they can find you on the internet and find
0: your Instagram and stuff. Yeah, I pretty much just exist on Instagram at the Real Housewives. Orders, don't forget that I think a lot of people do sometimes and can't find me. Um, and yeah, I pretty much live on Instagram. I have tried to tweet and stuff before, but like I tried to bring back my like 2010 Twitter and was like, I can't do this. I'm right. Just, like a Twitter lurker, like I'm a stan Twitter member, but I just like to like things and then log off. Um, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram and just like DM me if you I don't know feel the need to talk to me about something and yeah (laughs) I'm very bad at plugging myself
1: no I'm the exact same way I'm always like what's my
0: podcast calling again like I'm like terrible
1: (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much I'm obsessed with you I'm going to continue lurking on your page and we'll talk we will talk
0: yeah we have lots of things to do now though (laughs) We've got together and like, I feel like you like me. So I'm like, okay. I don't, I'm do. i in, I'm in. <laughs> you're in. Now you're in, you know, it's, it's a reoccurring.
1: Now you'll be back a million times and it'll be a whole thing.
0: You know what? Like if you ever want to talk about housewives or married to medicine or just like reality TV in general, like I am a garbage, like, like a dumpster of just like trash TV. So.
1: You're coming um, back from marriage. Let's, okay. Let's let Mary to Medicine, like the season, breathe a little bit. And I'm going to bring you back on for the show. I'm going to bring you back. I love Mary to Medicine. Please.
0: Oh, my I God. I loved your episode with Moni on yeah. Mary to Medicine. I think I've listened to it like two or three times. Because like the two of you, I'm like, um. but <laughs> before we go, are you missing Quad and Mariah this season? Or is that just me?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, they're the heart. They are the spirit. They are the vibe of the show. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on! they even like
0: released the new theme song like bravo put up a video today of the new theme song and like i love the theme song it slaps but even without like quad and mariah in it i'm like this doesn't feel whole like the song's missing something and yeah yeah i hope they're i hope they're doing great i know quad's still like a friend of so we'll see her a lot but i hope mariah is you know
1: I love, okay. I love Mariah. We'll talk about it, but I, I'm a Mariah, yeah. Mariah Stan.
0: I'm a Mariah Stan, yep.
1: <laughs> well, now paging Dr. Kai. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solid listen for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy Mce and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at Dunzo Pod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew.